What's happening, man? It's Chris Jansen. Chris Jansen, what up? <laughs> How are you, sir? Good. How are you? Man, I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm uh, just sitting here waiting on my coffees to get done and <laughs> just enjoying my day. What kind of coffee? Man, I, uh, I'm i a pumpkin spice latte Starbucks guy. Ooh. I, uh, but, you know, for whatever reason, Starbucks, I hope they hear this, by the way, they uh-huh. started... Uh, they started taking them out of out of commission like right after Thanksgiving. But the good news is, the pumpkin spice juice I figured I, I learned does not expire until like the end of March. Well, I've been man, me and everybody who works with me and for me and around me, man, we go to like we hit up all the smaller Starbucks and off the beaten path ones and the Target ones <laughs> and the <laughs> airport ones and everything else. And we've been finding it, dude. So I stockpile this stuff. So. I um, man, I drove all the way across town here where I live. I found a I found a Target that's got it. I I, I drained one Target. I, I mean, I literally was the only guy who was drinking it. And wow. I go in there, you know, once a day and buy ten at a time. Smart man. Yeah, you know what we should do is we should have uh, Starbucks make those little Keurig cups for you. Yeah. And that way you can make it every morning and you'll have it fresh and no worries. Well, the good news is I found a bottle of it. I can't tell you how I got it, but I got it. <laughs> uh, I got some real pumpkin spice from Starbucks. Um, I got it off eBay, but anyway, uh, but and it is real, by the way. I guess a disgruntled employee. I don't know, but the, but the point is, is that I, I was I was in here and I just asked this barista man um, how to make it. And he just gave me a tutorial. So basically, it's just espresso, but you have to make it in one of the Starbucks espresso machines that right. they sell in the store. Uh-huh. And then you just put the pumpkin juice in it with a little bit of milk and shake it up, and that's a pumpkin spice latte. That's it. There you go. That's awesome. There's the there's the trade secret. <laughs> so you are, as you probably know or you might not know, you are one of the favorite artists here in Wolf Country, going all oh, the way you. back to you know when you were in Cherokee, and then of course you've been in oh, yeah. Sioux City two or three times. You've been in Sioux Falls, and people love you. And what's really, what's really interesting is that when you have a new song that comes out, we just play it, even though our corporate doesn't say that, well, that he's not on the list, don't play it. You're one of those artists that when you come out with something new, bam, you're on the radio just like that. Well, thank you. Well, I appreciate that. You know what? It takes, it takes a long time to get there. So I appreciate y'all uh, taking notice of it, man. It's making a big difference too, because, um, you know, three number ones in now and and several hits on top of that it's been a it's been a huge blessing so we're really thankful for that man we don't take a minute ever for granted uh, you better believe that three times cma nominee what 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 all were you uh, nominated for man i've been uh, well let's let me, let me i remember the wins uh, more so so i won uh, acm video of the year for drunk girl right. uh, song of the year for drunk girl and then at the cma awards there's different award shows uh, it was also it was also um NSAI, uh, which is a, a big, big organization for songwriters international. I mean, it's like the who's who, and they have, you know, everybody who's a popular artist plays the NSAI, NSAI awards, or they want to at least. Um, I got to do it this past year, and uh, I'm a two time recipient of the 10 Songs I Wish I Had Written award, which is voted on by the industry. Nice. Um, and only the industry, your peers, you know, artists yeah. and songwriters songwriter artist alike so i won that first of all a couple years ago for buy me a boat and i won it this past year for drunk girl but anyway um a cma i think i was nominated for song of the year single of the year and new artist of the year which none of which i won uh, but, <laughs> but it's all right because 
because honestly, it's you know, it, and, and I mean this, I'm not like, I'm not just sugarcoating it for myself. I, right. don't, I don't really care. I never really, I never really got into it for awards, but um, it's nice to win them. But uh, it's it's almost like winning when you get nominated because you know you go through all the rigmarole of, of the process basically, right. and so um, it's no no worries. You know, some some you're gonna win, some you're gonna lose, and some you're gonna you're gonna just come out even on. So. I've won some now. I've lost some now. I've come out even on on some now. So it's all good. I've, I've tasted it in all directions. Well, I got to tell you, when uh, Take a Drunk Girl Home came out, the first time I played it, I was like, it's going number one. And what's really interesting about that song is Zach, uh, his uh, son just fell in love with that song. How old was, was he when the song came out? Oh, he would have had to have been, what, eight or nine? Um, so yeah, I mean, wow. he, he was a big fan of it, sang it everywhere, and I told him, make sure you sing the entire chorus because people might get the wrong idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, right. no kidding. Huh? So he made sure he memorized, you know, the whole chorus, and he used to sing it all the time. So I mean, yeah, well done. He loved that song. Well, what a blessing, man. You know, it's a, that's a great honor. I appreciate that, and and um, it's good to hear that the song speaks to multi generations, you know, and continues to do so. By the way, it was a that song was also a certified gold record, so um, that might be platinum. I don't know, but I don't really pay attention. But um, but the, I will tell you that the thing is, man, it's just it's to have songs that bless people is yeah. It's just such an amazing thing. It's hard to explain. I mean, you know, I'm I'm blessed, and to be able to bless others through that uh, is like the greatest gift of all. That's totally awesome. I do have to ask you, so your first big uh, smash, of course, was Buy Me a Boat. Now, prior yeah. to releasing that, you had already been in the industry, both writing and demoing. Is that correct? Yep. And and I had a, I had like two record deals before Buy Me a Boat, major deals. Um, but nobody ever really heard of me just because the deals. And I never, by the way, I'm like one of the only artists who's had two record deals and never got dropped from a record label, which is like the wow. dump, dump, dump. You don't ever yeah. want to get dropped. But <laughs> I never got dropped, thank God. But like my first record deal, it fell apart because of a merger. So, you know, like one, uh, a bigger one bought the other one out and it was, it was all underneath the Sony realm. So like RCA bought Sony or whatever, or Sony bought RCA. I don't remember how it went down, but anyway, I got lost in the shuffle and asked off of that one. And I asked off another record deal years later, um, just because it just wasn't the right fit. And so when Buy Me a Boat was written, I was doing, you know, of course I've always written and demoed and sang my own songs always and i was at that point i'd had a little i had a couple top 40s you know with those with those previous record deals i had a couple top 40 you know mediocre hits and so i was able to tour and um and you know have a have a, a pseudo somewhat fan base if you will and so we were grassroots in it man but like my wife and i we had a bus and like a nice bus and the whole deal and you know had, had a string of tour dates and we we're making pretty good money and i was writing songs you know hand over fist and uh, I was writing them for me and for, for really just mainly the, for other people because that's where my bread and butter was coming from as far as getting hit success. And I got like 25 songs recorded the year Buy Me a Boat, you know, came out wow. the year I wrote that. Yeah, wow. this is like three and a half years ago now, but uh, it's not long ago. But uh, yeah, I had like 25 songs that year recorded. And, um, you know, I, right before that, I had had Truck Yeah. And so I've always had a, I've always thanked God, man, God's always had my back and, and put me in a, put me in some sort of successful position no matter where I'm at you know in my career 
And, you know, like, the first record deal I asked off of with Sony, that's kind of unheard of. Like, most new artists don't do stuff like that. They don't ask right. off a record deal. They, they're just dying to get one, you know? Right. But sometimes they're not all what you cracked up to be. No matter no matter how shiny it looks, it, it's, not always, it's not always what it seems. And um, I asked off that deal, and and then, uh, you know, within six months later, I had written a song called Truck Yeah from McGraw, which is a triple platinum smash. Yeah. Fastest rising career single still to date. And uh, so that kind of set, uh, set me a firm spot as a songwriter, finally. And, uh, and I'd been writing songs at that point, you know, to all you aspiring writers out there. Man, I had been writing before that for, like, six years before that. Never even had a never even had nobody look at my song, yeah. you know, before that. So it was just, you know, not luck of the draw. It's just a big blessing, you know, and uh, timing is everything. And so... After that, I was really I was really on a hot streak. And then when I wrote Buy Me a Boat, the great thing is when that came out, it was independent. Me and my wife put it out on iTunes together. And I didn't need a record deal at the time. I didn't I didn't need it. And I didn't I frankly I'll be honest with you guys, I didn't want one. Yeah. I was touring I was touring independently. I had I had a cool bus and like the whole the whole I had everything that everybody else had just right. on a little bit smaller level. And um and I had I had my own rules, which is a which is a great freedom to have. But yes. when I signed when I signed with Warner Brothers to take it to that next level um, with radio and everything, it was good because the record deal that I signed, I was able to I was able to really find a great home with Warner Brothers, and I've been there ever since. I feel real comfortable there, and they let me be who I want to be. So I have again, I set my own rules, and um, and we just play by each other's basically. And it's a it's a really big blessing, man. It really is, and. You know, I've we have found great success together since then. So uh, it's it's been an amazing journey. I mean, three number one, three solid big number ones, and then and then you know, Drunk Girl being a top five, which was right. a, almost a bigger song than some of the number ones, yeah. uh, which is kind of crazy. And then a top twenty with Holding Her. So we've had a nice little run. And the new single Done, you know, just came out uh, like a little over a month ago. So it's really brand new. Just came out right at Christmas time. And uh, I think it's going to be my biggest one yet. I mean, it, the predictions are high, and, yeah, and the song is, uh, you know, just for, thank you. Right out of the box, you know, people are just loving it. Yeah. Well, I have a couple questions from some of our listeners. Before we get to that, you're going to be here in Sioux City on uh, January 31st. Uh, tell us yeah. what, what we can expect from you. Well, first of all, my favorite state to play, so thank you for that. And uh, secondly... I mean, you can just expect what you what you would expect. An awesome, full of energy concert. I mean, full of positivity, family-oriented. Um, you know, we're going to sing all the hits, man. Buy Me a Boat, Good Vibes, Stick to Drink, Drunk Girl. All of those, and plus all the ones I've written for other people. You know, so it's a, it's a fun night of, of songs that you actually know and sing. And, um, and you know, my concerts are, are just so unique yeah. they really are they're so unique uh, opposed to anything else um just because i'm an original guy and i really just i really follow you know every concert you're going to go to out there i'm speaking to the fans right now every concert you go to and and to their credit it works you know yeah. for some people but yeah. they, they follow a list of songs it's very structured and <laughs> my stuff is not that way at all i don't follow a list i don't follow structure i have no pattern i just play what I feel like playing when I feel like playing it. That's, that's awesome. That's the that's the cool part about my concerts because you know there's only there's only one other act I can think of in the in the history of acts that really does things like that is Hank Jr. Yeah. Hmm. And so we got we're kind of one and the same like that. We just play what we're feeling and we play what the audience is kind of vibing with us. So pretty cool man. Um, 
my concerts are high energy, but they're very storyteller oriented. Yes. Uh, but but the biggest thing is that they're, they're you know they're classy and cool and and you can bring kids to them and um, you know I keep them family oriented because I'm a dad and, and I know how it is. Well, I know you're a very busy guy, so we got a couple questions, and we're going to let you uh, get back to your pumpkin spice. So, uh, I got them now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bryce wants to know what yeah. made you get into the singing career, and uh, would would love to, of course, meet you. But we'll just we'll just go with the uh, singing career. How did you get in that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, man, you know the the honest answer is I was born to do it. So I don't really I have just don't really know much else other than that and i know that's kind of a vague vague no answer, that's awesome true answer. that that's I awesome was, i was born to do it man i don't i don't i don't have any other choice you see like if today if i if things all went south today god's willing they won't but if they did i don't i'm not real sure what i would do i mean i'd figure it out but music has always been the way that i've made money and i i've been doing it since i was a little kid and i've been making money at it since i was a little kid so you know it, it's just my job it's what i do it's who i am and I live it, breathe it, sleep it, walk it, talk it, and challenge anybody who ever wants to challenge me. Yeah, that, that's why you're successful. Uh, Thank you. Tony says, uh, wants to know, when you aren't writing or singing music or performing, what music do you like to listen to? I love that question, and I love answering it, too. Um, man, I listen to two two artists pretty primarily much... I, that didn't make any sense. Yeah. Primarily much <laughs> all the time. <laughs> um I listen to two artists pretty much all the time when I'm riding my truck. Uh, I listen to uh, three. Let me give you three. Okay. That's the real truth. I listen to George Strait. Woo-hoo. I listen to Hank Hank Williams Jr. And I listen to Jamie Johnson. Oh, there you go. There you go. All right. Uh, Marissa wants to know if you could meet any famous person, alive or dead, who would it be and yeah. why? Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings. Yes. There you go. Yeah. That's an easy one because uh, the reason why is because I, I think that Waylon is one of the greatest artists of all time. Um, I also hear I've also heard and hear great things about how he was as a man and uh, you know a really nice guy, very genuine person. So I would have liked to I would have liked to known Waylon. I unfortunately was unable to do so, but uh, I would I would have liked to met Waylon. Sean Ryan wants to know what is the biggest highlight of your career. Biggest highlight of my career. Well, the biggest highlight of my life is getting married and having kids but um but man the biggest highlight of my career thus far probably is you know it's it's a tie between the grand Ole opry induction and um and just having you know multiple hits man i i remember i actually remember some of the places i was at you know freeze frame in time places actually in my life where i've said man if i could just get one number one song or one hit song even it could probably change my life or I remember where my wife and I were when we were talking. She's like, if we could just get, you know, we had two hits at the time. So we could mm-hmm. just get three number three number ones and really turn that corner, um, which we've done now. So yeah. I, I know how that, I, I, I cherish those moments. And and you will continue to do so. I am more than certain thanks. of this. So every well, uh, morning we ask a question on Facebook. It's called The Wolf Wants to Know. And today yeah. The Wolf Wants to Know, if you could own any pet or any animal as a pet, what animal would you choose? Oh, that's easy. Uh-huh. Uh, if I could own any animal as a pet, like legally, yeah. it definitely would be a Boone and Crockett whitetail buck. <laughs> oh, right. Wow. <laughs> now, now, now and Zach... I would feed that son of a gun and, tell, and just see how big he got. <laughs> <laughs> now, Zach said... <laughs> I'm, Zach... Not even, hey, I'm not even kidding. I'm dead serious. Really? I would love to own a deer, but 
I know that there's, you know, there's some restrictions on that. Yeah. So. Zach says dragon. Now, yes. if you were to have a dragon, what would you name your dragon? Probably Puff. Puff. <laughs> <laughs> and last, Probably Puff, man. Wouldn't we all? Yeah, that's true. And last and final uh, from me, what is your favorite cover uh, that you would that you do, you know, like at one of your shows, and would you ever record it? Absolutely, man. Uh, probably never record it just because I, I only record and write my own music. I've only ever cut one outside song, by the way, a cover. It was on my first record deal. It was uh, Ain't Living Long Like This, a Ooh, Rodney Crowell yeah. song that Waylon made famous. But um, And I just did that on an EP, so it wasn't even a real album, album cut. But anyway, long story short, I would never probably ever record it, but my favorite song to cover is... All my rowdy friends are coming over tonight. Oh yes, what a classic! See, what I even classic. know that song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, you know it's oh, always no. a, it's always a pleasure talking to you. And um, I, you. I guess I guess I should ask you one more question. The last time we interviewed, my sister wanted me to ask you if you bought yep. a boat, and that time you had said no. So I'll ask you again: yep. Have Have you bought a boat yet? No, sir, I have not. But, no. I, but I did just. I, but I, but let me let me let me give you the back half of that. So okay. I have not yet bought a boat, but I plan I plan on uh, probably making that happen over the next year. Uh, so you know I'm I, I'm an endorsee sponsor of Bass Pro. Okay, and, uh, there you go. <laughs> I've been talking a lot with the owner, and we've been talking about getting a boat because I just bought my I just bought my youngest uh, a little. Uh, he loves to fish, so I bought him a cabin on the river and. Oh, and nice. uh, yeah, we're we're renovating it right now, remodeling stuff. We like we stay so bit. By the way, we stay so we're so normal, man. If people are ever wondering like what kind of people me and Kelly are, we're like the most normal, down the middle of the road people ever. Yeah. We just have we're just high strung, man. We don't ever stop. We're constantly looking for something to do, even outside of music. Like we're just constant. Um, so I, I I would foresee a, probably a boat in the near future. Well, thank you very much for taking the time out. I know your uh, tickets are available at etix.com, pepperentertainment.com. It is always a pleasure to uh, talk to you, Chris, and you are a totally awesome down-to-earth person. I've always thought that about you. So I am looking forward to uh, seeing you, and uh, feel free to uh, yell out to the crowd, how many wolf howls do I have out there, and see if people will howl for you. Uh, you got it, man. I will. I will certainly do that, and I appreciate you guys. And thank you for the kind words and compliments. And uh, everybody, get your tickets now. We will look forward to seeing you at an awesome show. All right, we love you here at the Wolf, uh, Chris. You have a great day. Thank you, brother. You guys too, man. Thank, oh, thank you.